On this episode, we have Anthony Hamilton from Rochester, New York. Upon graduating high school, Anthony enlisted in the United States Marine Corps in May 2013 as a landing support specialist. In October 2016, he earned the rank of sergeant, leading more than 55 Marines. This experience gave Anthony his first taste of what it actually meant to be a leader. He translated that experience to his real estate business, and on this episode, shares what works for him and what doesn't. Let's get started. All right, cool. Anthony, thanks for hopping on the podcast. Yeah, thanks for, for having me, man. Absolutely. Let's uh let's kind of just jump right into it and kind of go ahead and introduce yourself. Sure. Um yeah, my name's Anthony. I'm from the uh Finger Lakes Rochester region, um, in upstate New York. So uh from my understanding, a little bit different than some of the people you've had on. Uh so we're um you know, my my brother and I operate kind of as a team up here in this area and um, we got into real estate after serving in the Marine Corps following high school. Uh, you know, we, we tried our hand at the college thing and we just decided it wasn't for us. Um, and so we took those years and joined the Marine Corps instead. Um, I, I served for four years. I was stationed out in Hawaii. So, uh, terrible place. <laughs> um, and then, uh, you know, so, uh, from there, you know, we, we loved, the Marine Corps life. We love the lifestyle of it and everything. And, uh, but we decided that we don't really want to be told what to do. We kind of want to be our own boss. So him and I were kind of thinking, you know, he was in North Carolina and I was in Hawaii and, and we're, we're just like texting back and forth, thinking about what kind of things we can do, uh, with a low barrier of entry. And so, uh, real estate inevitably came up as one of them. Um, you know, I, I don't know any other business, that you can get into with such a low cost and a uh, low, you really don't need any education level, um, you know, so you can just hop right into it type thing, take your 75 hour course and get licensed. And uh, then you can make that investment back in, in one transaction. Um, yeah. So we, we saw it as an opportunity um, and that's really where we got kicked off in real estate and did some uh, masterminds out in Hawaii with some, some key teams um, and then, uh, yeah, kind of went from there. So how long have you been doing real estate? Uh, it's about six years now. Okay. Yep. So, so since, uh, since we got out in 2017. Okay. Yep. So the, those masterminds out there, what was, what was, did you, were you able to kind of take bits and pieces? What was that like uh, doing those masterminds out there? Yeah. So, um, a lot of what they were, were, uh, it, w- it was the top team out in Hawaii. Then they were introducing real estate to like new agents or uh, kind of like a career seminar type thing. But then um, there were some agents that I would go out and do uh, basically like a ride along with or shadowing with. And so uh, there was one house that we walked through that was uh, it was on the market for $14 million. And this house was uh, this house was gutted. There was nothing in the house. It was just down to the studs. For fourteen million, because it had views of Waikiki and Honolulu and and Diamond Head, and so you you buy the views out there, um, you know, and and it had a pool that was overlooking all of it too. So, but the whole house it didn't have countertops, it didn't have literally anything, and so um, I I looked at that, and you know, it it's inspiring when you get real estate like that. You see, uh, just like this super expensive real estate that celebrities are living in, and um. 
just kind of see what's possible if you if you work hard enough you know so pretty cool um but they they were a wealth of knowledge just um you know basically teaching us what to do when we start um and social media and video was one of those things okay so so you you jumped right into social media right when you got into real estate because of that of the mastermind yeah pretty much and we were following like Gary V at the time and Grant Cardone and um and so we were we knew that we had to get social um and and so being in the marine corps we weren't really afraid of getting on camera our whole thing was like you know this is how we really look and sound this is how people really hear us and really see us so like you're not hiding it you know just because you're on video it you know it's really no different um but we knew that at, at that time it was i i always say that it's the great equalizer between new agents and veteran or experienced agents right i don't know how long it would take to um go knock on you know a thousand doors but you record one instagram reel and you get a thousand views within you know two hours right so it it just it decreases that time of um or it i don't know it it just increases your capacity for getting more uh eyeballs you know well it allows you to work more efficiently for sure yep yep yeah and like that's interesting so like i always that was kind of always my thing you know when i started doing this right it was like man i hit my voice you know which i do you know i or yeah. I like everyone does and I'll, everyone does right but it, yeah. that's how i sound it just it is what it is and i have to deal with it right or like yeah. you know my 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 videos when i first started were horrible right like they were cringeworthy mm-hmm. but yep. as you do them more and more you know you get better at it right yeah and and you mentioned that it it does allow you to be more efficient, um, mm-hmm. especially with the reels. Do you is that the type of engagement you look for? Is it the is it the the views or the shares? What what kind of engagement do you look for? Yeah, mainly uh, views and shares. I mean, shares are good because it increases your views, right? Um, and goes out to different audiences, basically. But really, views because because like what I just said is how long would it take you to make a thousand phone calls or go knock on a thousand doors it would take forever you know and um and when we first started at our first brokerage on top of doing video that's what we were doing we were making those calls and we were door knocking and so i know firsthand how long that takes versus you know one video you can it can take 15 minutes or even if you're you know uh you knew knew at making a video it, it could take you an hour but you're still reaching how many people with that one hour you know right so your roi just went up just tenfold right right do you um do you have like a a a favorite platform that you like to post on is it instagram or tiktok facebook usually instagram and then um i'll usually share from instagram to facebook so when when I i i normally record my videos in instagram in the app and um before I add any music to it or anything like that, I download it, and then, um, you know, I'll, I'll finish editing it and stuff in Instagram, post it to Instagram, and then I'll go over to Facebook and I'll I'll uh, post it there as well. Do you do you edit yourself? Yeah. Um. So it makes it super easy in Instagram when you just do cuts. 
you know, you just do multiple clips. It's it's just extremely easy. Um, and then I just throw it in the uh, the captions app and allow it to put up nice looking captions and, you know, the uh, Hormozy style or, you know, Gary V style or something like that. So do that. And then um, a lot of people end up commenting on that. Like, like, dude, your captions look professional. How do you, how are you doing that? And it's an app owned by Gary V. Like <laughs> it's easy. Yeah. You upload, upload the video and it, it does it for you. And then it'll also like chop out any, um, any like blank spaces that you have. So mm-hmm. sometimes you got to be careful. You got to audit it because it can sound weird. Um, where maybe it clips out too much or maybe not enough. So it's, you know, it, it ends up, uh, cutting something off that you want in there. So you, you got to go in and you just got to audit it a little bit, but, um, otherwise it does a really good job. And then once you download that file, then you can put it in any app that you want. Yeah. And that's, and that's all for attention grabbing, right? Yep. Like you're, you're yep. trying to, our, our attention spans are like short, right? Like extremely yeah. short. So whatever <laughs> yeah. you can do to capture someone's attention longer. And I've noticed on your videos, and I'm assuming this is calculated by you, is it kind of comes in out, it kind of moves around a little bit. Is that, so, yeah, so is that, that's, yes, that's sort of kind of touching grabbing. Yep, so that's actually a preset in the app that y- you can go and you can uh, choose a couple of different presets, but I've edited some of them where you can make the captions be straight and then you can turn the next line to be a little bit crooked and it's just, it creates more visual because what I'm doing in my videos is I'm just kind of sitting there, you know, I'm sitting there and, and what I'll do is in the Instagram app, I'll use, uh, like face frame. I think it is, it's a, a type of filter in, in Instagram. And basically it just like moves with your head. So if I'm moving like this, the camera is kind of moving. Right. And so it creates the illusion of like just action happening, kind of catches the eyeballs, right. Of the viewer and I've, I've learned that that's worked pretty well. Um, and so that's just what I like doing. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's purely attention, but then also like with the captions, what I've learned too, is that a lot of people might be watching or scrolling their feed with their volume off. So, you know, if they see an engaging caption that maybe the first couple words of it, like your hook part of the video, you know, that might catch them. And so they hit the volume on, or they just read the captions. So just increase that viewership. Exactly. Yeah. Keep them on your video and stop them from scrolling for as long as possible. Do you you have like um, a type of content that has done really well for you? Is it the educational stuff? Is it the entertaining stuff? Like what types of content do you prefer to do? For me, it's purely educational. Um, I've tried my hand at uh, entertaining stuff. Uh, you know, being funny or something kind of like, I, you know, this is where I, I think a lot of agents like kind of go wrong is they, they don't find their mold. They don't find like what they're good at and they try and follow like the broke agent, right? Cause r- broke agent post great content, but they're funny. Like naturally they're funny people. Um, and actually what's unique about them is they're actually not trying to sell real estate. They're trying to be, they're trying to get out of real estate by posting this type of content, right? And kind of coach agents and stuff. But um yeah, educational, like I'm I'm not really a funny guy. And and, and like I know that, so I'm not going to try and be. 
Um, I've tried it and it just hasn't hit well and I look stupid. So, <laughs> so, um, you know, it, you know, speak to what I know, try and educate the best possible, um, and, you know, kind of go from there. And I, I found that a lot of people resonate with that. Yeah. I think, I think on social media, especially is you have to be your like authentic self because mm-hmm. people see through the bullshit, you know, they can stick like, out. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Do you, do you use any, um, scripting or is it all, um, just off the top of your head. So, so most of the time what I'll do now with chat GPT, it's actually a game changer. It gets you ahead that college of the way there. What's that? Yeah. I said, I wish I had college. I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tell me about it. It's writing articles for you and stuff. So, yeah. um, so normally what I'll do is I'll, I'll put in like for the prompt, I'll put in like, you know, uh, what are common mistakes that first time home buyers make? Right. And it'll give me like a bulleted list and I'll narrow it down to like three of them. And so it, I won't have it elaborate or expand upon any of them. Um, I'll do that. I'll normally rift on each bullet point. Um, so I, I find the ones that I like that I see the most often and I'll expand upon it in my video, just kind of off the top. Um, other ways that I come up with ideas or, uh, you know, script or what to say, I guess, is just what I'm talking to my clients about, you know, how I'm exactly how I'm telling them, you know, um, X, Y, and Z, you know, it's, I, I don't, I don't feel like you need to be so polished. Um, people, people are watching your videos cause they, they like you, um, you know, and, and they like how you talk and how you communicate. And ultimately that's why they choose you to represent them. Um, and so, the last thing I want, because I'm not a super polished person, I'm not like a amazing communicator. I'm not like, you know, I swear a lot and I, you know, I, I don't know. But the last thing I want is to show up to a, a, a brand new client uh, meeting or something and be a completely different person than what they saw me on social as, um, you know, because then they're like, what the, f-? you know, like. Like that's, that's not the person that I hired, you know? So that's the last yeah. thing that I want. Yeah. It, it goes back to that. Like, you know, again, being your authentic self, because again, people are going to see through the bullshit, especially when you, you know, meet them in person. Yep. Yep. Right? For sure. So, yeah. So you, so you focus more on the engagement stuff that are, um, educational stuff. That's, yep. you know, that's, that's what I focus on too. I'm not going to try and be a, a comedian or anything like that. I'm, I'm not. Yeah. No, yours is great. And yeah, I mean, you you speak a ton of knowledge, and I learn things from it. So, um, I you know, yeah, yeah, that's always the goal, right? Like, I I do like you know educating people, and it's mm-hmm. why I'm in what I what I'm doing, what I'm doing. Like, you know, you like helping people, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so where do you, you know, because you you crank out content, and the whole thing with with social media is, is to be consistent. So mm. you you mentioned you use Chat GPT. Um, do you have any accounts that you follow that you get inspiration from? Not necessarily that you copy, but you know, maybe like, oh, this is kind of like a cool way to kind of film it. Uh, so it, it, it's really weird because I, I don't necessarily look for inspiration for content necessarily. What I look for inspiration for is like, uh, so actually your account is a great example of this. Um, but like Ryan Pineda as well is where like, if you scroll the feed, right, on someone's Instagram, it's it looks, it's all consistent. It looks the exact same, you know? So you scroll the grid, like, th- this is why yours is great, because it's 
it's you there with um part of the caption there or something right and it's all like in the same place it's consistent so that's what i'm trying to focus on now so that if someone goes to my page it looks uh professional and consistent and you know kind of like i know what i'm doing and that it's calculated um yep. instead of just sh- everywhere you know so yeah. um it it it's aesthetics i guess so like ryan pineda your page is a good example of it if somebody wants to go see that um but then like any anybody in the tom ferry ecosystem just posting like uh good educational content um you know my my mentors are pretty good my sponsors here at exp are good with their stuff as far as like coaching and talking about real things and i'm huge into the personal development space so um that kind of stuff is important to me so um but otherwise it's really just about how the page looks for me that's that's where i draw inspiration from yeah is is that personal development stuff do you do you try and mix that in or do you have a plan to start mixing that into your everyday content i have a i have a plan to um normally what i'll i'll do right now is i'll mix it into my uh my stories um when we first got in the business we started posting a lot of that kind of stuff and i think what we found was that it was too soon um a lot of coming coming from the marine corps background we were we held leadership positions so we were already in that space there but coming back into this world nobody gave a shit, you know and so it's it, you got to earn earn your way to that out here as well so um we we picked up on that fast and people were coming to us maybe for their anxiety issues but we weren't psychologists we were trying to sell homes you know and we were trying to do that through showing that we had positive attitudes and stuff but it just didn't mix well at that time cuz it was still too new um or we were too new and so uh you know showing our expertise now in in real estate and then you know once we kind of establish ourselves a little bit more then i think we can get into that um but I, I right now I'm just posting things on stories to just to try and sprinkle sprinkle it in a little bit. So yep, yeah, I'll I'll do kind of the same thing, right? Like I try and keep my page consistent. I want to be known yeah. as you do as as the authority in the lending space. Like you want to yep. be, you know, the real the authority in the the home purchasing space. Yeah. So like I'll sprinkle in like the family stuff, you know, maybe some funny shit that I find on my stories. Right. So right. kind of, kind of doing it going about the same way now. You mentioned your brother. Does he do the same? Does he have the same strategy as you, or is he a little bit more off camera? How's he? Uh, he he does for the most part. He does. We do a lot of things together. Um, nice. But uh, he, I mean, he'll even he'll even tell you he's he's a little bit less of the creative side. Um, in our businesses, I've always been like the creative kind of one, um, talking algorithms, things like that. He's been more of like the budgeting and um calculated he he's a a great executor as well but if you watch his videos they're not as like polished maybe um okay. might be the word but um yeah he still do, he still does it we do a lot of things together still um our youtube is all together so um so yeah do you, yep. do you guys have plans to like have an um like an instagram page together on top of your youtube uh i don't know um not right now we haven't really talked about it still separate pages right now we do have a team page we don't really post to it um which maybe we should but uh 
what we started doing was neighborhood spotlights. And so uh, we we really liked doing that. It was both of us on camera at the same time. They were a little bit longer, so it wasn't like your 90-second reel or 60-second reel. It was more of like a three-and-a-half-minute or four-minute with some okay. you know drone footage and some uh, drive-by B-roll, stuff like that. Um, nice. Just spotlighting uh, communities and um, yes. or our, our, our favorite neighborhoods or something, but... We've taken a break from that because I I broke our drone, so <laughs> we don't have much footage right now. But yeah, yeah. So the neighborhood spotlight that's more longer form. Um, obviously, it sounds like on on YouTube, right? No, so those were just uh, social media. Um, those were just Facebook, Instagram. Yeah, yep. Our our YouTube is uh, living in the Finger Lakes. It's it's primarily based for uh, relocating. Um, okay. so people moving into the area, it's all, that's long form. That's like 15 minute videos, 20 minute videos, just talking to people about, you know, pros and cons of living in the Finger Lakes, pros and cons of living in Rochester, uh, you know, things like that. Yeah. So you're trying to get them, you know, almost feeling like they're in the area, you know, whether you're talking about Canadagua, Geneva, yep. wherever it may be, um, yep. they have, they have a sense of the area. That's cool. Yep. And, and what's interesting Sorry, what's interesting about it is it's not it's not like necessarily real estate related. Like it's not real estate based. It's it's primarily lifestyle, you know. So, um we find that's what people are searching for and that's what they want. Um so, it works out pretty well. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense, especially, you know, finger legs, you know, yeah. people are looking for, you know, a second home. Um mm-hmm. they want to know what it's like to live there in the summer. It's vastly different in the summer than it is, yep. you know, we're recording this in March than it is in March. Right, for sure. Right, for sure. Yep. Now, do you guys use a content calendar to like organize everything? You guys obviously have the long form stuff, you have the short form stuff. So, do you guys use a content calendar to stay organized? If we did, it would probably be a lot better. <laughs> we don't. Um, we don't. Uh, you know, normally we do it on an as needed basis. Um, our YouTube stuff, because it takes a little bit longer, is more of a pain in the ass for like Instagram and Facebook um, and in TikTok, it's we, it's normally just kind of off the cuff. It's when, I, you know, I, I believe in like the power of now, right? So if, if something comes to mind, I like, I need to hop on it before I forget about it. Um, I, I'm the type, I've got like a million tabs open in my head and oftentimes I don't close them out, but they just get lost in, you know, in the, in the thing. So, um, if I don't record it right then and there, then uh, I'll probably forget about it or I'll forget about how I wanted to say things or something like that. So if I hear something like in a video or a podcast I'm listening to or whatever, then normally I'll I'll do it right then and there. Gotcha. Yeah. You, do you? So you mentioned that you kind of just like go with whatever's trending now or whatever pops your head now. Do you ever try and like plan out like a shooting like a day to shoot just like a bunch batch a bunch of videos or is it more just like you mentioned just whatever happens at the moment yeah uh i don't yeah i don't batch record very often um i have there are times that i do but it's it's never like it's never um you know 20 videos in two hours or whatever it's always just like one two or three um you know and that's that's usually good for me um I, I like to record it while I'm feeling it 
and so that I can kind of get into that that mode, I guess, or the zone. Um, and it helps me kind of rift on things. So, so um, we talked a lot about, obviously this has all been about more organic stuff. Yep. Have you guys done anything paid, like paid advertising or anything? Uh, no. So, well, so, okay, so I take that back. When we first got in the business with our first brokerage, um, it was just, it was three of us agents plus the broker. And uh, he advised that we should pay for Facebook ads. What he didn't tell us was how to do it. And so it was just like a random post that we threw five bucks behind and just kind of like boosted it. And so we did that maybe like three times in the first, I don't know, three months of our business. Uh, since then we, we figured that it was stupid. Um, we didn't, it wasn't for us anyway, not, not stupid. Cause I hear sometimes it works, but you know, what we find is like, if you don't, if you don't target the audience properly, um, then you're reaching the wrong people with that with that ad. I can't tell you how many agents I'm seeing first time home buyer uh, courses for um, on my page, and it you know I I think about it. I'm like, why are you tar- targeting me as a real estate agent when you should be targeting actual first time home buyers? You know, so I think they just throw money behind it and they don't think about who it's actually going out to. Um, and from my understanding, Facebook has like kind of narrowed down who they want you to target and, and they're, uh, they're really big on like the anti-discrimination. So they want to make sure you're not like redlining or, you know, doing anything crazy with your, your targeting. So they kind of took away what, who you can target, I guess. Mm -hmm. Um, and so we, we don't pay for anything. Uh, in fact, our, our whole business is a hundred percent, uh, either funded by a lender or, um, free. So, yep. Gotcha. Do you, um, so no, no paid really, any, really anything. Do you do, um, do you have a CRM that you use? We do. So, uh, so EXP provides KV core. Um, yep. so KV core is a badass CRM. A lot of people outside of exp pay buku bucks for uh for the crm and um it it does a really good job it gets a lot of leads if you if you put it uh to good use um and uh yeah it just helps organize our contacts as as far as emails and things like that go um you know promoting listings things like that do you do you do any kind of like specific content for previous clients, like any videos or anything like that, or is it more just kind of like check it in, you know, any milestone like year one year anniversary in their house, that kind of stuff? Yeah, it's more just checking in. Um, we pride ourselves in uh, becoming friends with all of our clients. Literally, they could be eighty five years old, they could be twenty years old. It doesn't matter. We're uh, we're extended family, you know. So we do have a Facebook page that is, um, it's a private group, uh, extended family of American home team. And so once we get people like under contract and they're moving forward in the process, we'll invite them to the group. We'll introduce them. Um, and then, you know, we have everybody engage in there and specifically if they're moving into a new neighborhood or something like that, where maybe we've already sold in. And so we have someone in that group in that same neighborhood. We'll say, you know, hey, Carla, 
you know, is also living in this neighborhood. Why don't you introduce yourself type thing, get the kids together or whatever. And, and so what you find in those, those private groups is that the clients will actually get together and they start to meet and you're that common denominator, you know, you and, and you're the one who put them in contact. Now their kids are friends or, you know, they're going out and going to the bar together, or, you know, the brewery or whatever together. And it, it's pretty oh, cool. cool. Yeah. That's a great idea. So you're really creating a community. Yep. Right. Yep. With, with just and, with your clients. Yep. And, and you just, all you have to do really is go check in, you know, um, how's everyone doing or, you know, does anyone have any questions for us or, you know, yeah. something like that. It's super easy. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So what are like, you know, so, I mean, you guys have been doing this for, for six years. What, what have been some of your biggest challenges? Uh, our calendar. Okay. Um, so when we made our switch to EXP, we got under, um, our sponsors out in Colorado and they're huge on their calendar. Like, uh, Will Grimes, um, he will call us and he'll say, he'll FaceTime us and he'll say, share your calendar with me. And if your calendar is a piece of sh- he's gonna, <laughs> he's gonna call you out. He's a Marine Corps dude too. So, um, you know, and, and now he's a, a business coach and stuff. So he will call you out on it and he'll make you feel like shit about it to the point where you're going to fix it, you know? Um, yeah. and so we've been, we've been getting a lot better with our calendar, especially now running a second business. We have to be, um, and if we're, if, if we don't have things in our calendars, it's not, it doesn't exist. Um, yeah. and so, uh, so yeah, it's, it, is that what you asked? Yeah, yeah. You guys do any like? <laughs> no, no, you, you nailed it. What is? Uh, I was going to ask you. Do you do any kind of like time blocking, or is your business is your sponsor like big into time blocking too? Uh, so really, it's just the calendar. Um, we do, we do. So like our filming, right? If if we have a, a day for filming YouTube, um, then we we need to do that. So we'll, it'll show up in red. We we need to do that. Um, and if for whatever reason something pops up, we just move it. We don't cancel it. We don't, you know, get rid of it. We just move it um, and find another time for it that's appropriate. But um, but yeah, really, it's just the calendar. It's um, We don't necessarily have a time block for, say, lead generation or um, it's all kind of wrapped within our day-to-day. Um, it's about capturing the content and what we found is if you just focus on social media, that becomes your lead gen and that becomes your follow-up and that becomes all basically everything that you, that you need. So, um, what's, what's like one some of your like ultimate business goals, I guess like, well, not all but let's say for this year, like what's one of your, your guys' goals? Uh, oh, for, for this year. Well, so I was going to say in longer term. Was to, um, was to, uh, our, our goal really is to create freedom for ourselves and our, our family to be able to do whatever the fuck we want, whenever the fuck we want, not have to answer to anybody. Um, that is really our biggest, you know, take vacations when we want to for as long as we need, you know, I, I like, I, I tell my wife this and I, everyone I talk to, I tell this, that. I have a I have a 15 month old daughter. I don't ever want to have to request time off from work to go to her dance recital. 
or go to a a play or whatever she's doing, right? I will never be asking a boss, hey, can I get time off to go there? Because then they're going to tell me no and I'm probably going to quit anyways. <laughs> and so, you know, that that just doesn't fly with me. So that's primarily now that's we've shifted our mindset into that. And, and my brother has a little girl as well. And obviously we plan to grow our family. So that freedom of time, of money, of, you know, whatever is super important to us. But then actually helping other people realize and actualize their own potential to be able to do the same, you know, to be able to do whatever they want to do, um, whatever the, their goals are, just make them realize they can do it and then actualize that. And, um, you know, in a lot of people underestimate what they're capable of doing. They don't know their own potential. And, you know, I, I take it upon myself to try and help people figure that out, that they can do it. Um, because none of us are, you know, extraordinary in any way, you know, it's, it's just, we choose to think about things differently and execute on things differently. And, you know, anyone can do it. So, right, right. And uh, all this is, it's interesting. Like all this is, we haven't once talked about selling a house. So that it's almost like it's secondary for you, right? Like you're there to help people. You're there, you have the community you create, right? At the end of the day, have you, have you seen having that mindset, right? Like where you're not so transactionally focused, you're more focused on like the long term, the long ball. Have you seen an, in, an increase in your business just with that mindset? A hundred percent, a hundred percent. Yeah. And, you know, social media has been a great part of it because it, uh, it allows people to know, like, and trust you. Um, and when you put your actual raw thoughts out there, um, you know, there, there's a time period. I, I, I don't know where, where you fly with this or your viewers fly with this, but during the whole COVID thing, you know, my brother and I being Marines, like we were very, um, upfront and against everything that was going on in the country. And we, we put it out there on social media. We let it all be heard. Um, it turned some people off and it, it honestly, um, it turned a lot of people toward us. And a lot of people recognize that we were real, whether or not they agreed or not, you know, they, they respected that, that we were putting our thoughts out there because not many people were willing to do that. And so, um, for us, people, people have liked that we, we know what we value and what we believe in, and we know, um, our vision for our lives and our family and that we genuinely want to help people. Um, and it's not about how much money I'm making today. Um, and I can't tell you how much business I've turned down or not, not gotten money from, um, just because it didn't make sense in, in, in that circumstance. Right. Sure. So, um, you know, just putting that authentically out onto social media has really helped. I think it draws people towards you, um, just cause they want somebody who is a real person who has real thoughts and beliefs and values and is just like them and their family, you know? Yep. Yep, hundred percent. Hey, was that when you guys first started? Was that a hard mind mindset to have? Because obviously, we're, we're you and I, we're both commission, right? We don't get paid until the house or the loan closes, right? Yep, yeah. So was that difficult in the beginning? Yeah, it was, and it still is. You know, I'd be lying if I if I said that it was easy to turn away business or turn something down, right? Um, you know, in 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 the beginning, we were very buttoned up. We didn't want to show our our personality side we were told 
basically that if we didn't wear a trench coat in the winter that we weren't professionals. And so like it was, or like if you didn't drive a Mercedes to a $400,000 home sale, then you weren't basically worthy of that, you know? And so we bought into that early on um, because that's what our broker was telling us at the time. And we bought into it. And so wrapping our head around like the personality side, we just thought we had to be this professional outward, you know, personality all the time. Um, when in reality, people don't resonate with that. Um, and so, yeah, it was, you know, diving into just being a value add and, and not necessarily caring about uh, the return of it immediately. Um, yeah, it, it, it was hard. No, you're good. <laughs> um, but then, but then, you know, what we decided was once we started doing it, then we could sleep at night, you know, we could sleep better and knowing that you're being yourself, uh, regardless of opinions, thoughts, or, you know, what have you coming from the outside. Sure. Sure. That, I mean, yeah, that it's always hard, but you know, if you, again, going back, we've mentioned it multiple times on this podcast, right? You just have to be your authentic, true self and yep. the bullshit's going to come through. So, yep. Yep. So we're kind of coming up here on the end here, and these are three questions that I ask everybody that jumps on, all right? So what's one book or podcast you think everybody looking to grow their business in real estate should either read or listen to? <clears throat> I have a couple. Can I give them, give them yeah, all? Yeah, sure. Yeah. All right, so uh, so for books, right, um, The One Thing by Gary Keller. Um, So I have... I have the cover here. It looks like this. This is just the, I don't know, whatever this is called. Um, teaches you about productivity, um, you know, how to get m uh, more and, and larger results by doing less, um, by narrowing things down, right? Uh, the Power of More, or The Power of One More by Ed Milet. Um That's a big one because it's it's... You know, it, you you can use the example of if you just make one more call or make one more video, make one more, you know, uh, go knock on one more door, right? There's potential for a huge result at the end of that. Um, if you're just doing one more than everybody else, then you're, you know, exponentially increasing your results over 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 someone else um, just by doing one more every single day. Uh, sure. You can take that into the gym, right? It, of, uh, you know, I work out a lot. So doing one more rep on the bench, you know, one more curl, right. And you're just getting that much better every single day. Um, and then, uh, the classic how to win friends and influence people, yep. uh, by, uh, Del Carnegie. Um, great one for anybody in sales or in, in, in marketing or, uh, really in, in life, if you're trying to make friends and moving to a new area or something, just exactly what it what it says in the title: how to win friends and influence people. It's you know, um, learn what makes people tick. And uh, so then podcasts. I listen to a lot of podcasts. Real AF by Andy Frisella. That's a big one. Um, the reason I like that is because he's very much like me. Um, he you know he's raw, authentic, doesn't necessarily care about immediate return. But he has gotten there because of that. He's a huge public figure now. Um, and, 
you know, he's got a few different styles on the show where he'll talk about politics, but then he's got like a Q&AF, which is a Q&A about like personal development and growing business and stuff like that. So that has been a huge podcast for me, just learning a lot about life and business and um, just being a business person. Um, and then, yeah, that's, that's really it. Growing Plateau. <laughs> have you have you uh implemented any of those like from the books that you've read um in your in your business or just everyday life uh so how to win friends and influence people for sure um mm-hmm. a, a lot of different things talking more about other people than talking about yourself right if you want it if you want them to get to like you um ask them about themselves say their name often right because people's most favorite uh word is their own name um so it you know things like that um the power of one more i've implemented uh tried to every single day uh just doing one more of whatever right one more email one more before i call it a day just doing one more of whatever it is i'm doing um and then what you find too is that it turns into more than one more it'll turn into five more right and you get in that habit of just doing more every single day um, you know, and then, uh, the, the one thing I've, I've been trying to narrow down because it says, uh, if I get this quote correct, it says, uh, if you could do one thing such that by doing it, everything else would be easier or unnecessary, what would that one thing be? Um, and so I don't, I for this past week has been uh, really scrubbing through and organizing my my database because um, my database has kind of just been a bunch of names not really organized by like agent or lender or buyer or seller it's just been all my contacts basically and so then it was up to me to go through and pick out okay who who might be selling a house now who did I sell to four years ago right um and so for this week, that one thing has been getting my database organized so that now everything else is going to be much easier um, moving forward. Yeah. Gotcha. Nice. All right. So next one, what should everyone who is in real estate either stop or start doing? <clears throat> stop giving a fuck about what other people think about you. <laughs> yep. No, I, I think... I think a lot of people care too much about what others think, their, their own opinions, and it stops them from taking action. Um, you know, it, it it makes them fearful that they're going to turn people away or, you know, whatever the case is. So I would say stop caring about others' opinions and start getting your goddamn face on camera and start focusing on using social media effectively because um, it works. And then also get on YouTube. Uh, long form content on YouTube. You have to do it. Um, I think Kelly Hall was talking about doing it, and uh, I'm gonna be pissed if she if she does like a Finger Lakes one because she's good. <laughs> yeah. So, well, I know she'll be competing directly with us, but um, but I mean, there's plenty of market share out there. There's plenty of business out there for for people to for everybody to go out and win. They just got to find what works for them. Um, but. I think, you know, like I said in the beginning of this, social media is the great equalizer between new agents and experienced agents. And if those experienced agents aren't on social media or using it effectively, then that new agent can win because they're showing their expertise or what they're learning or how they interact with everyday people. And 
that's what people care about, you know? And if they're getting in, in front of more eyeballs than that experienced agent, then, you know, it's a numbers game at that point. Exactly. You mentioned that in the very beginning of the podcast about the views, right? Yep. Like it's it's yep. just more efficient than cold calling or door knocking. Yep. You know? Yep. By far. All right. Last one. Where can everybody find you online? Uh, so Instagram, the real Anthony Hamilton. Um, I've changed that up a couple times because, so it's hard. I have, there. there's a dude named Anthony Hamilton who is a R&B singer. He's a little bit darker complexion than me. Um, and he has a much better voice than I have. So when people search Anthony Hamilton, oftentimes he comes up. I am not him. I am probably the second guy that will come up. <laughs> but, um, yeah, the real Anthony Hamilton on Instagram and then on Facebook, uh, Anthony Hamilton. Awesome. Pretty pretty easy to find me. I'll pop up most places. Yeah. Awesome. Well, I appreciate you hopping on. This is a ton of great information. I appreciate it. Yeah, man. I, I, I appreciate the opportunity to come on and share a little bit of uh, knowledge. Yeah, for sure. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. Yep. Bye.